Show. We'll come to you live every weeknight at midnight Eastern for usually an hour every night. It'll be a little bit shorter today. Uh, we talk about guns for an hour, but in order to talk about guns, there has to be people in here, and nobody showed up tonight, and that's what happens, I guess. There's quite a few links out there, but uh, I guess everybody's got things going on with the holiday week and whatnot. So uh, we're going to talk about uh, making a video game, or not a video game, making a board game for the Second Amendment, but... Uh, Oh, here's Dead Horse jumped in. Thanks for joining. Oh, he's muted. So he's here. Oh, in... Thanks for having me. Sorry, right. I just got back. Yeah, well, you dumped into the chat with just two of us, so now you have to do half of the work here tonight. All right. <laughs> oh, it looks like Sandhills is corking us, so he stole all of our audience. We have to deal with the, the just the cream of the crop. So appreciate everybody that joined us tonight. And uh, yeah, Dead Horse jumping in from Utah. We talked about uh, making a board game and passing, I think, one night, maybe towards the end of a show. I don't really remember. But uh, for some reason, I thought I would talk about that again tonight. It's uh, not Wednesday, but uh, it's two way. It's the second. We usually talk, or this second. It's Tuesday. We normally talk about Second Amendment stuff on Tuesday. So uh, I was thinking about coming up with a board game. It seemed like a lot of people were interested in that. But uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I'm interested in that. <laughs> that. That's something that would interest me. Well, then we can dig in. We got 10 people watching. This is a effort in new media. So we're not a radio show sticking ourselves on the internet and we're not trying to become the next two talk show hosts. So uh, ideally people are going to use the tools available to us to have a conversation with us here. And this is live so we can chat interactively. If you're listening to this in the future on some kind of podcast or recording, uh, we record this live uh, every weeknight at midnight Eastern on gunchannels.com. And that's what we're encouraging the audience out there now, 10 people or so, to uh, chat with us about making a board game. So I'm going to go get something to drink because there was nobody here. I didn't even think about it. And I'm sitting here without anything to drink. Um, while I'm doing that, do you want to, you were in the room when we were talking about that the other day. Do you want to? bring people up to speed what we're talking about here yeah so uh we were talking about board games and uh well all sorts of just old board games and uh we started talking about the book the bookshelf games right and uh so we started talking that led down the rabbit hole of like you know like gun board games like how would we make a gun board game and uh i think that there's a, a couple obvious routes to that um one would be like trivia right uh making a trivia board game with just different firearm questions about different firearms or firearm inventors or you know just different random trivia so uh, i think that would probably be the the first step probably the easiest board game to make would just be like a card trivia game right and uh then i, I thought about a game called acquire which is one of those bookshelf games that would be literally super simple. You would just switch the company's names to 
you know, actually you could keep the same company names and just like add like firearms after it or something. And then uh, just, you know, use them as play the exact same game, just change it over to, you know, gun companies. And I think that would work beautifully for that. Then there's always something like Monopoly. You know, you could have like Ring of Fire guns be like Baltic Sea and Mediterranean, like the cheap properties, right? And then when you get up to like Boardwalk and Park Place, those could be like, you know, a Nighthawk Custom or, you know, like a, a real high end, you know, 50 BMG Barrett, something like that, right? Some nice expensive guns, but just basically copy a Monopoly and you could have different little gun pieces or whatever. And, and, uh, I think that'd be like another obvious route. Um, but uh, coming up with a board game entirely by itself, like all new rules, like like a whole new game, that's something pretty genius. Like that's something that really needs someone with some uh, brains to construct to make it so like to make it even decent and playable, right? And uh, I, I think that to come up with something all original on its own is going to be that that's going to be hard. That, that someone's going to have to work at that for a while, and you know. But copying games that are already out there, basically, I think would be like the real simple way to go. And damn, like I'd sit there and play that board game. I'm just saying. So, so anyways, uh, so um, first off, General Relativity's asking me what I went to get drink. Uh, I mostly drink my cheap ass coffee drink which is instant coffee that i make really super strong and then i mix it with a nut milk and today i'm eating a or drinking a uh cashew mixed with almond mixed with flax seeds and it's just exactly what it sounds like kind of gross but it is nut milk and it's maybe 50 50 with this really strong coffee and it turns into like a very inexpensive equivalent to some kind of a coffee drink so there you go. Asking you shall get more than you wanted, maybe. I don't know what Dead Horse is drinking. Mountain Dew, probably. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mountain Dew. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, so then he also said cop our games are copyrighted, so maybe something to consider. Can't copy anything too close, um, I suppose. And you know, like I don't know. There's probably something to that. Like if you went too similar to another game. We're not talking like changing the name to Gunopoly and making it like a clone or anything. But you were kind of giving us the rundown of what we talked about the other day. What was uh, the, or what is the difference between Acquire and Monopoly? Besides, I mean, they're different games, but is, what's the, how's the gameplay different? It's a board game and a card game. And you basically kind of have, a, I guess you could call them like a token or something out on the board. And you want to link these tokens together to build your company, right? And uh, the more of these tokens you get linked together, the bigger company A is, or you might own multiple companies, or you can invest all your money in one company. And and so you sit there and kind of basically buy properties, but instead of rolling dice and going around the board, it doesn't really, it doesn't work like that. It's, it's a whole different game, right? And uh and that game was such a good game and a game of intelligence thought like monopoly there's ways to play monopoly where you can keep the game going for hours and hours and hours right and just kind of have almost have a stalemate and uh like acquire is not like that like you don't really even have to know how to play monopoly to play monopoly 
but a choir you actually have to have some thought like it, that was really like an adult game back then that was a game that was geared for adults to sit around adults used to have a game night before the internet i don't know if any of you guys remember that but like your mom and dad having friends over and they would sit around and play cards or a board game or something you know with like another mom and dad from the neighborhood or something and uh that's what i remember growing up. And they were playing games like a choir like it was more of an adult game and uh it was definitely a game of skill and smarts and um i think that'd be perfect i think something similar to that would be perfect perfect i haven't played a choir in probably over 20 years and uh, i didn't even know if you could still get it anymore but i've been looking on uh ebay since we talked about that and i'm gonna i'm gonna buy me another another box i think that's gonna be my christmas gift this year so let's get me the choir board game so it is on a board but you're using the board is it's almost like uh just a place to to assemble your tokens and yes but it's not like a checker game or something where you're moving no you're just so much it's more like uh maybe like you're, eh. you're basically trying to buy in stocks in in, a, in companies right and then by taking controlling interest in companies maybe more like dominoes you're using the board but just as a place to put your dominoes as your yeah your yeah whatever so then you you get hotels and then you're creating like um what's the word like larger and larger corporations or larger and larger companies as they acquire things that you then put down as tokens on the board the way you're yep. saying make them gun companies and like instead of maybe tokens that are hotel chains or whatever they are have them be like a new rifle or a new revolver model or something yeah. like that yep exactly and um you know, I think acquire or just a straight up trivia game would be the two easiest ways to go. Like something that's kind of already out there that you could borrow from, and uh, or or a game like Clue. Maybe you could have a game like Clue. Like, oh, this gun malfunctioned because of this. Like, guess like get guess like which gun? Like, who did it? Like, like you could have like a Clue style game with guns. I don't. I'm trying to remember Clue. I think you would all. I don't remember clue enough. Yeah, you remember you put you got a clues like you're trying to guess the murderer, right? So they'd give you a, like, and you had to name the like the uh, the murder weapon they used, the place where they committed the murder, and then who who committed the murder, right? Did that have the way the decks were made? I mean, I don't remember. I didn't even play it since I was a little kid. I don't think was it like dependent on the deck of cards, or like it was it like a choose your own adventure, so it always worked? Or I don't remember how you did. Somebody get to. I don't remember how it figured I out. I think someone drew a card, and if I remember right, someone drew a card, and that told them, like, oh, okay, you're this person, right? So you're the murderer, you're this guy, did it here with this weapon. Okay. And then, and then it would be, like, who was in the, the the back room or whatever, how the rooms were, like, who had a wrench? And then you'd ask questions like that, and then you had to figure it out? Yeah, oh, well, yeah, you'd ask questions like, oh, I, you know, like, uh, was it, you know, with a candlestick or whatever? And it was kind of like a, a guess who game, right? Okay, so uh, how to make that into guns is, I guess, what I'm saying. As far as I think you could, I think you could totally make that into guns. Um, like what, what, like name, like basically, like what gun, like innovative gun was the first one to do this thing at this place by this inventor, right, or something like that. And uh, I think you could totally swap something like Clue over to a, a gun-related, firearm-related thing. 
but it would have it'd be a game for gun guys only right because like you know we we'd be the ones to know this stuff right so it's not like a game like oh like some random person's gonna pick up and be like oh i know who this guy is who invented this gun and you know yeah it would probably even be hard for a lot of us gun guys but that's probably what make it fun and it I don't, I don't know how a clue game would work because it would inevitably be the like limp-wristed nine millimeter shooter out in the alley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, so uh, trivia would be super easy, right? And then that would yeah. be something that you could just keep adding new cards, I guess, to it. Yeah, yeah. And then you could have it focused on whatever a campaign or a type of gun, like a revolver or hunting area of interest so that could be potentially super big i guess and that's the kind of thing that people could uh carry in their pocket or whatever um but at something like a trivia game that just makes it seem like it could be an app that could just go on forever right yeah well i'm trying to remember how they played the game trivia how they decided who won that i can't remember if it was points or who got to a certain amount first it was like that little round board or something, and you would go towards the center, and like every time you got a oh, that's right. I think a negative answer, you went the other way or something. So it was pretty basic. Yeah. It was just like a placeholder board. But uh, and that's something like people could literally, like if if that was something that was ever a GoFundMe or something, that's something that people could literally like put in their own th- like oh I want to see this question in there like about this you know this trivia question about this gun or about this firearm inventor or whatever that could totally be like a group collaboration effort, something like that. Firearm trivia. Um, I think there's something valuable to the game part of it though, the board game, uh, as opposed to an app. Number one apps are stupid, expensive and dumb. And then somebody comes along and rips it off and then it's just an app, right? It's just another app on the phone or whatever. So it might be interesting or not, but it's just another app where a game or something that you have, like you were saying, when people come over back in the day, our parents would get together or you'd be rained in, right? Back in the day when you had to go outside for everything, when it was raining, you had to figure out something to do inside. And our uh, games got pulled out then quite a bit. I don't know if that, well, I don't think that happens anymore, right? But uh, anyway, when you're out hunting or camping or doing something, then that's where it could be super fun going to the range or something and you know you run out of money to shoot all the time you're out there then there's usually some area where when you're having like a competition or a class or something there's like some seating areas nearby you know the the line you could find a place and you know have a you know an actual excuse to bullshit with people in real life pink is or with ar parts instead of colors That would be tough. But you could do it with square ones, maybe. What if uh, Connect 4 except with linked ammo? And one, <laughs> person had, one person had 308 and the other person had 54R. Yeah, there was that, the Guess Who game where you would be like, oh, does he have glasses or does he have like this color hair? You could totally do that with guns. Does it have a five-inch barrel? Does it have a stainless slide? Does it have a, you know, is it a rifle caliber? Like, I don't know. You could totally do that guess who thing with guns, too. Just have different little, you'd have, like, little cards in front of you, right? Of people, and you, I'm trying to remember how that game went. But I think you'd just basically guess, like, uh, the, the, 
you know, like random things about trying to guess like a, a certain character, right? You could totally do something like that with guns. Like, oh, guess who with guns? Like, well, like inventors, uh, trainers, innovators, uh, activists. Who started? Name name one of the three people that started the NRA. In what year? And that's a fucked up question because then there's two questions, two answers. But that's actually four answers. To that. All right. What about board games? So getting back to board games, um, something with a gun on the board, something with a timeline or something on the board as a board. We talked about Monopoly. I think that lends itself super easy. And you could do some sort of a Monopoly-ish type of game where you know, Monopoly is about the industry, right? So SHOT Show could be in there. NRA Show could be in there. Um, political issues, you know, are the kind of things that are uh, you know, move the conditions or whatever. Um, things, you know, new... 3D guns are invented, stuff like that. So I think all of that kind of stuff works. I don't know how vicious Monopoly is at getting at people if they, you know, how close to Monopoly you ha you can be without them suing you or how how dissimilar it has to be before they sue you or whatever. Saying that wrong. As long as it can't be confused with it, right, to where people, like, if they played both games or looked at both boxes, they're not like, oh, that's a Monopoly game too. So as long as it can't be confused with it, then I think maybe, you're all right. Maybe you do something where, like, you have to take it with you, or what? Take them to you know. You have to acquire guns before you die. <laughs> so you're going along, and you only have a certain amount of turns, and things can prolong your life. You know, like you shoot forty, so you get five years added to your life, and then you know other things can take away from your life. But then you're beating, you're playing against the clock, and the whole time you're collecting guns, you're acquiring guns. So then instead of trying to acquire properties, you're just trying to acquire the most toys in your gun safe. And then you get to things like, you need to buy a new gun safe. I don't know where you get your income from. I guess instead of being like a thimble or whatever, you could be like a YouTube celebrity or like a Blitzarian. Yeah, or a... Uh... What do they call him? A, a brand ambassador? Yeah. Gun bunny. <laughs> All right. So, Weston is saying something like a two way taboo describe a two way event or a gun maker or term without using certain words. Oh, okay. I think I know what you're talking about now. Where it's like uh, almost like a Pictionary without the picture part. Like a charades almost. Oh, you're saying dominoes with gun pictures instead of numbers. You can do it with calibers. Caliber on each side. Head stamps. Yeah, collect tax stamps. <laughs> oh, that would be an interesting one. 
collecting tax stamps. All the different types of tax stamps, yeah. I like the idea of a game where the goal is to remove the NFA. And then, you know, some series of steps lead up to that. So now you're brainwashing the youngins who play it. That's the overall goal in, in the world is to hear that stupid NFA. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be a good game. <laughs> Consider okay. like practice for the test, like training, right? <laughs> Post is saying collect CCW licenses from the different states. That might be interesting. Like some sort of a, the board game is the country. That's kind of neat. I like that concept already. You know, the, the states and everything spread it out on the board. And then somehow, like, uh, you know, you either, whoever you're playing with, you try to get as many states, maybe some kind of state trivia or state-related gun trivia. What state was the cult factory originated in or something like that and then you, that that earns you a ccw in that state or something and then when you get a little peg in each state or at the end of the i don't know turn or something then you win or something either that or ask actual questions from the ccw permits from those states that'd be interesting although pretty much 99 percent of all the questions are exactly the same Repeal the NFA sounds not fun, actually. I think that would be super fun. Then at the end, everybody gets to go, yay! Because it got repealed. And then it, as long as somebody wins, we all win every time. Arms dealers where you build gun sales dominance. Oh, Risk, I get you. Yeah, Lord of War game. So would pieces for a 2A board game be better as like little die cast guns of different sizes and stuff or little die cast ammunitions or little die cast like browning and colt and stuff like little D&D &D dudes alright well that horse is living his life and muted over here and I'm getting myself well, if anybody, there's like, I'm not even kidding, there's like 12 links out there and nobody's jumping in. So um, we're getting a lot of response from the chats, though, so I do appreciate that. A gun shop road trip board game, traveling in a white van, collecting cool things. Oh, that sounds interesting. I was going to say uh, something rude, but we've got, we've got girls listening, so I'm trying to keep it. I'm trying to think of all the board games I played when I was a kid, and uh, trying to think of like which ones would be good just to kind of you know borrow from for a uh, like a firearm type board game, and and I just what about Risk? Risk was a good board game. Did you ever play Risk? Uh, no, because world domination. I only because the only people I knew that would play Risk were like. <clears throat> um, uh, the mat, the like worse nerds than the D and D nerds I played with. So like they got like violently upset every time they played Risk. So I never had a chance to play Risk with like normal people that would actually make it fun. But it looked like an interesting game if you weren't like insane into it. Um, but I never really had a chance to. I played with it like with little kids and shit, but never had any fun with like somebody who was competent that didn't go nuts on it. But people like say the people I knew it too insane with it 
but uh, it's basically the whole world, and you like had armies and stuff, right? And you'd like have coalitions, and you basically just amassed armies and started fighting with each other. Um, yeah. William said earlier, um, risk could be an arms dealer where you build gun sales dominance. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I didn't want to be rude before, but gun bunny twister. <laughs> That could be a, a shot show game. You just throw that on the board. Stratego or strat Stratego? Stratego? Yeah. Do you remember that game? Uh, I don't. You basically had these little plastic walls, and they had sort of like chess pieces on them on one side, and the other side saw nothing. So it was sort of like chess mixed with Kind of like chess mixed with a battleship, I guess. So you would have these pieces, and you would plow into the enemy going across a chessboard, I think. And then you might put them, let's say, in the arrangement of a chessboard. Have your big, you know, big characters, or whatever they're called, big pieces in the back, or your little ones up front. And then you'd kind of do battle, kind of blindly, I think. It was kind of like check checkers with chess mixed together. Anyway, it was interesting. I remember playing as Chigo. It was one of those things where older kids and younger kids could play it. It wasn't super difficult and it was kind of interesting. You know, more than chess, but not, you know, less than or more than checkers, but less than chess. You know, but remember if it would apply to guns or anything. And see, I don't know if it's you can consider it a board game or not, but uh, how about just puzzles? Like actual puzzles with pictures of guns on them. I mean, I've, I've done tons of puzzles. I think everyone probably has in their lifetime. And uh, always things like an old barn or a cat or just weird stuff like that. I've never done like a gun puzzle, right? Like a picture of a nice rifle or, you know, like, uh, yeah. Uh, how about just like, you know, the picture of puzzles? Uh, puzzles, FYI, are super easy to do. So if you've got a cool picture, of anything, like, I mean, gun stuff for sure. But if you got just like a picture of your puppy or something, you want to give your grandma something for some reason, you can get those puzzles like online. I don't know. If, I mean, they're shop around. There's probably less expensive places, but puzzles are definitely easy nowadays. With laser. Yeah, like so. I think some gun puzzles of like some classic AKs and AR-15s and stuff like that, would in cool settings, would you know, be pretty. I th I would think that'd be popular. That's something I'd buy. Yeah, but I'm thinking of, I mean, I guess some people get together and do puzzles, but, you know, it's something that gets a bunch of people together while they're maybe at the range or drinking or at a hunting or fishing or something. Like, we used to end up playing Magic, that card game, because we would all be out hunting, and one of the guys was like, hey, look at this thing. It's sort of like D&D, &D, but with cards. And we'd all play D&D &D as kids, so, you know, we're like, oh, it's interesting, and, it, you know, you just go to the store and buy a deck of cards, and all of a sudden we're all playing this game, and we played when we were hunting mostly. And then fishing and shit like that when we go out in the desert. Uh, so that's what I was thinking, like, you know, make it more of a participatory thing. But, I mean, I guess a puzzle's in the same row. Sort of like beef jerky, or sort of like Slim Jims, right? Basically candy bar. Basically a board game. Uh, same size and shape, same aisle. to look into that i got some cool gun pictures i wouldn't mind having something like that made into like a puzzle or something i think that'd be pretty cool 
a game like Operation with the semi-auto handgun open up so you can pull out a part makes a loud bang when you fail. <laughs> I don't know, with Operation, it seems like they missed an opportunity to sell different skins or whatever, you know, like you have the board with the little probe and everything, but then sell different bodies, you know, it's always the same thing. They could have made like an easy one for little kids, the medium one, and then like a super difficult one. But I was just thinking that because then you could have like one for revolvers and one for rifles or something. So have we eliminated it all? And we've just been saying a bunch of stuff. Is there any uh, interest in pursuing one of these things and doing something? I mean, like say with the crowdfunding and stuff, if uh, you get enough people that are interested, it's sort of like a group buy or whatever. If there's enough people interested, the price comes down enough that it's possible. Um, I don't think it's the kind of thing that you're going to see at uh, whatever the hell the version of Toys R Us is nowadays, right? But uh, it's definitely something that could be brought to creation see enough i don't i never priced it when the places that i've done the cards and stuff will have the pieces so they'll have like you know the game tokens or they'll have dice and they'll have boards and they'll have boxes and all the different things you might need for for a board game but you basically buy all those pieces separate so i don't know if it i've never done the math on it if it cost a billion dollars per set or if it's you know closer to the whatever what do boards games cost seven ten dollars probably uh, I don't know. Some board games are, you know, 20, 30 bucks. I guess it depends how much stuff is in them, right? If it's a card game, it's whatever cards cost. And if it's a whole bunch of different unique pieces, then, of course, you're going to pay a little bit more. Yeah, because there's special editions of Monopoly that are pretty expensive. Oh, what about a gun show? I, General Relativity is saying on the gun channel side, which is the side that's created by people who are firearms enthusiasts. They don't hate your guns or your lifestyle or your possessions or your uh, culture or your uh, history. And he's over on the Gun Channel side where we love all of those things about our audience and our, our, our countrymen. Uh, he's saying there could actually be a small market for something like this. Gun shows and online would be the place to sell them. That means gun shows. Here's something that I've been wanting to do for a while. And it'll eventually exist, I'm sure, because I'm just going to eventually do this, I'm sure. But uh, if you've seen me do the gun show bingo thing, like a shot show and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Bingo card. I'm trying to get people to have more fun with shot show, mainly because after 15 years, it's kind of the same thing all the time. Just some, not at the whole thing, obviously, but you know, the general thing becomes kind of cyclical or whatever. And because of that, people go through a cycle and then never come back to SHOT Show again. So, you know, in an effort to keep it interesting and play around with it a little bit, I've been playing with the bingo and not doing just a sarcastic, like, look at the fat guy or get kicked in the shins by a milk crate. But, like, you know, legitimate things that might make SHOT Show fun for people who are, you know, able to multitask and get a couple of more things done at a time when the entire industry is in the same place for an entire week, right? We don't have fun with that. We go there and we make money on it and we network and we get do business but not a lot of fun is done with it or at least uh not enough fun is done with it so anyway um 
one of the things I've often thought about doing at gun shows is uh, playing around like that and doing some sort of a, oh, what's the word? Um, scavenger hunt type of thing. You could easily have some sort of a scavenger hunt. That would be a simple game to create, but that's something that you actually do in real life, you know? How, and then I guess it's not a board game anymore, and I'm going to jump to the internet because I like the internet so much, but it would need to do some sort of a scavenger hunt at gun shows each weekend, and then whoever's able to participate in any part of the country at any gun show could all come together online and collaborate or whatever, figure out who won or you know whatever was you know whatever was found or whatever. Maybe have teams do it like monthly or something so that like this month you need to find this, this, and this at a gun show. What if there was I don't know, I think the gun show thing like uh, a gun show bingo thing would be pretty pretty good because I don't know, gun shows basically a lot of them just travel around so a lot of us get the same gun shows, right? So I think it would be pretty I think that'd be a pretty fair contest. Mm, I don't know about fair. I mean, it depends on what you pick. If you're like, go find a 9mm gun, yeah, then everyone will find one. But if you're like, I don't know, find some crazy expensive shotgun, oh, that might be the thing, though. Find the most expensive shotgun you can find at a, at a gun show. Find the most, uh, you yeah. know, against holster you can find at a gun show. Find the oldest item you can at a gun show. And then everybody comes together at the end of the weekend. This is the oldest thing I found. And then... I don't know, win extravagant prizes or something. I don't know what you're going to get from it, but it might be interesting. Uh, let's see how I find it. Go to my Theo page. So, who over here said it? Um, Hans was saying, what if there was a gun trivia game show? Well, there has been a gun trivia game show. I'm looking for it right now. No, it's probably been a while. To... If I can find it. Oh, of course. It's going to be like that. So, um, back in the olden days of doing this stuff, um, I figured it would be cool to do an online game show. And I don't know why people still haven't done it. I have Tactical Quiz waiting. It will eventually be an online game show. Or a gun, sorry, 2A game show. But uh, we haven't looked at this in a while, but we did uh, this game show back in the day. This was um, June of 2013, and we've got a bunch of people who I do not remember very well anymore. There's me, there's Never Enough Ammo was my Vanna White. So uh, that was the show. And then we brought some people on to be contestants. So we got Swede. And we got D.B. Cooper. And looks like Hosh is in there. And somebody with a Beretta. So I did all this kind of stuff. So question number one, what gun is this? Right? And there's my dog sitting next to that gun. And then question number two. This was all with PowerPoint stuff. Question number two, what gun is that one? You know what gun that is? It's easy when you got a multiple choice right there. No? No? You don't want to answer? You want to embarrass yourself? I understand. So then we got a couple of questions, and then 
I had a, well, it's an hour long, so I think I had like a half an hour worth of questions all figured out. What caliber is the Polish Tantal, uh, which is Poland's Warsaw Pact Arsenal code. So it got pretty decent, I think. Anyway, this was, if you can imagine, a super pain in the ass to set up. Like this took forever to build, and then it took an hour to play, and it does it even show me my views? I don't know. 111 thumbs up, but it didn't get that many views, at least compared to how much time it took to put it together. Um, but I kind of did it hoping that somebody would steal it, right? People steal my shit all the time. I was hoping somebody would steal it and do it really cool, and then we'd have a gun game show out there. Nobody's done that yet. But, uh, you know, we were using what we had available to us, Google Hangouts, back in 2013. But that's what little baby D.B. Cooper looks like. Here's little baby Hosh. <coughs> not him. All right, I'm not going to get... But anyway, yeah, we... Uh, it was back in the day. So we did three of those, and then I didn't get enough views, so I quit making them. And then there was the winners. They all got points and stuff throughout the show. Pretty good. So anyway, that was back in the day, 2013. Does that just say Hosh won that? Oh, uh, I think he might have. Yeah. Uh, wow. No, 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 no. Swede won at DB Cooper. No, wait, no. I didn't have him in order. Yes, Hosh won. DB Cooper came in second with Chubby Nipples. And then Nuke and Swede Good shit, Hosh. That'd be fun to play something like that again. Oh, Setting dude. it up would be a pain in the ass, you're right, but to actually well, play it through again, that'd be pretty fun. Well, we had those first three versions of it, and then when me and Bob started, that was a long time ago, 2013, so that was pre-Bob. Bob wasn't born yet. Then whatever about halfway through this show i think we're a couple years into this show so maybe episodes 300 ish somewhere back then um i started doing a tactical quiz on saturdays do you remember that didn't last very long I, they take oh i remember it on the daily gun show the tactical quiz like the hot shot you know that turned into that so at first i was you know i have tactical quiz i want to game show eventually but um i don't really want to do it either i want somebody else to do it i just want there to be a tactical or uh, done game show right but um i tried to do it on saturdays for a while too like i say that was maybe a year ago or something or maybe a little bit more than a year ago and i just couldn't get people to show up on a saturday or whatever so we'll figure out the right equation to it eventually and uh yeah we'll have uh we'll do something with tactical quiz um, let's see. They're saying Rich 911 does a Jeopardy trivia game on his live show with his parents. I don't know, his panelists. Okay. So, yeah, that's a, a thing. So, a Jeopardy trivia quiz game. So, basically, the you have to reply in the way. And what is it? The answer? They tell you the answer. You have to come up with the question. All right, so uh, Pant says he won during the reboot. Right on. I didn't. I couldn't even get people to show up for the reboot to even have contestants, really. 
and it it takes like forever to set the thing up and then takes the, the, the reboots were only like 30 minutes so they took like 30 minutes to happen so yeah it was sort of frustrating let's see we could put a couple of stacks of different games on gun channels table whoever's there can sell them yeah we're not really trying to sell stuff but um i there's if they would come up with some sort of uh interest in doing some kind of game i don't mind looking it up and play around looking at the cards and stuff all the time um we can uh see what it might cost to there must be some kind of price estimate in there how much it would cost to have like you probably need what a game a card a board and some kind of tokens and then cards but on the other hand we could say this is a gun game right so you buy your own tokens and that way you can use your own ammo or something else if you wanted to like somebody hammer and somebody's the lock trigger lock trigger would work. somebody could be the glock uh um what do they call that the slide block somebody could be like uh, you know 1911 hammer somebody could be a 45 dummy round things like that All right, well, we can't get anybody to jump in here even after all of this. So I think we'll talk about our gun shop of the day, which is not a gun shop. What? It is a podcast network. What? Yeah, so me and Ghost were just over talking off air, having all kinds of secrets and whatnot. And one of the things we were talking about was um, the networks, I guess, the, the, the podcasts that get together and uh, promote each other. And I think the best one is this one, the Self-Defense Radio Network. Uh, it's got the Plate Society podcast. They're the people that uh, broadcast the uh, gun, rights, gun rights policy conference for a couple of years. Uh, they got Gun Freedom Radio, which is probably my favorite podcast. They got Masada Yubes Pro Arms podcast, and then a bunch of other decent ones that are uh, pretty much uh, pro 2A and gun related. This guy, I don't know what his name is. This guy does an awesome podcast. He just talks to like coolest people, James Kalita. Uh, so out of order, he calls it that because they kicked him out of some proceedings in New Jersey or something. I don't know the story off the top of my head, but he ends up interviewing just the coolest people. And it's just a no-nonsense here. I'm going to just interview like this really cool 2A person, and he just interviews them, and it's over. No no showboating or nothing. It's a really cool podcast. Anyway, it's uh, Self-Defense Radio Network. It's sdrn.us, and I'm going to throw the link out there to the people that use the platform that hates guns and hates our culture and then i'm going to put a link over here on gun channels where we are built by firearms enthusiasts for firearms enthusiasts uh would you like a loaded potato wedge i don't know what that means so no and do you have anything you want to talk about dead horse um i got a new video out um where I uh, built a Polymer 80 live on gun channels last time. And uh, part of, just did it during a uh, open lobby. So, you know, you can uh, do that kind of stuff and participate in that kind of stuff on gun channels. So there's guys over here who are actually building and putting together guns and, and doing custom stuff with guns. And if you want to be a part of those chats, feel free to come on over. I'll be doing another, uh, I'll be building another gun here at the end of this week. So uh, anyone who wants to take part of that, just come on over to Gun Channels.
Right on. And I want to say thanks to everyone who participated in the Cyber Weekend, uh, brought in some money for the projects, and that is very much appreciated. Uh, keeps us going. And I guess we'll be back here same time tomorrow. We might even have people jump in. This is a panel discussion. We might get a panel one of these nights. So uh, is somebody still going? Is this Sandhills working us? I think Sandhills was corking us, yeah. He's been going for quite a while. All right. Well, hopefully they're kicking some butt over there. He does QA Tuesdays on Tuesday. Uh, Ghost does his 2A show on Tuesdays as well. Uh, Rick, Big Gunner 81, often posts his show over on Gun Channels, although I don't know if he posts it on the main page. He usually just yeah. kind of puts it in on his channel over there. And I think tonight, uh, right after the Daily Gun Show, Tater is going to have a Tater tube. So a live open lobby over there, a, a tater tube's going to go on. So everyone's welcome to come over to Gun Channels and, and join. Right on. And then uh, we won't let this one rest. If you're interested in continuing more about this conversation, uh, take it and run with it. And uh, if you come up with an idea for a board game, bring it back and we'll hash it out uh, here as well if you're interested. And uh, if not, I can set you up with the places I'm familiar with that can offer some of the components and stuff and start pricing it out and get it made. Uh, if nothing else, just uh, consider it another uh, kernel or a, you know, something, a seed to uh, start a conversation at the range or at the gun shop or at a gun show and uh, chatting about guns out there. And uh, thanks again to the people. It's been a lively conversation. That's what it's all about is to have some, uh, interactive uh, communication with the people that are out there being part of this conversation as the internet lets us do that. And uh, I don't know, do you have a quote or anything? By any chance? All gun laws are an infringement. That sounds like, or no, that was a little bit different than Hillary Clinton. That's pretty much what she says. All right, thanks everybody. The guys and gals of gunwebsites.com encourage you to take a CCW class every year. Practice at least once a month and carry every day. Thanks for watching gunwebsites.com. The guys and gals of...